What's up, Hopper Nation? Welcome back in. We got a Final Four preview coming at you right now. Seth, we're down to four. How did how did you go predicting this Final Four? It's crazy. Chuck, you know, we, we were talking about this Final Four before we got on the phone, and I, I thought this was funny. I had three out of the four Final Four teams losing in the first round, Oof. yet I still won both my bracket pools. So I don't know how that happens, but it just kind of shows that it I mean. The highest seed in the tournament is a five. I mean, a four. Yeah. No, nope. it's a four. Nobody saw this coming. Yeah. I mean, absolutely completely blindsided there. I mean, yeah, UConn is the, the highest seed at four. You got two fives. And this is the, the first year, I think, six or seven years where no 12 seeds won. Um, but then you got sneaky Florida Atlantic in there. And um, it's, it's going to be a very interesting game. There's no, no real blue, bu- blue bloods. I mean, you could maybe count UConn as a blue blood. Um, good to see them kind of back on track there, but I mean, I still think they're on the fringe for sure. Um, but definitely get some good matchups, I and mean, we got some good plays, I think, coming up. Yeah, I mean, I was looking at the Final Four last year. You mentioned Blue Bloods, and it was literally Duke, UNC, Villanova, and Kansas. And then this year, yeah. we, got, we got what we got, which is which is fun. I mean, it makes it fun. Um, and I think at the end of the day, we ended up getting some good matchups because I'm I'm intrigued. San Diego State obviously cruising through, and then Florida Atlantic coming in as a nine seed i think they were the first nine seed to make the final four since wichita state 10 years ago yeah i mean it's good for good for fau um i mean they were ranked at one point earlier in the season i mean they they won they've only lost games. three games this year yeah they won 35 games like they've been a great team um shout out to uab as well i'm not sure where they're sitting right now in the nit i'm pretty sure they're in the final four of the nit so conference usa is really Killing running it. the postseason tournaments right now <laughs> hell yeah we love that. So might might have to do. I'm, I'll have to. I'm going to give a quick NIT check here, just to just to kind of see where we're at. Oh, UAB is playing as we speak in the semifinal, and they're winning by eight against Utah Valley. Nice. It looks like they're if they win, they'll meet North Texas in the championship. Who would have seen that? It's just a wild year, Chuck. It's a wild year. That's it's all a I can wild say. Year. Shout out to my. Uh, my Niners in the uh, Conference USA as well. They, it's too too bad they couldn't come out and be be dominant this year. That's all right. Their conference is, is representing well. It's but, as, hey, we're talking about Conference USA. Let's dive into the first game on Saturday. Yeah. Um, six o'clock Eastern, Florida Atlantic, San Diego State. Chuck, take us away. What do you like? Yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's coming a thing at this point now that San Diego State keeps provi- um, surviving. You just take San Diego State unders. Um, it's hit in all four of their games so far this year. They play really good defense. And what's, what's interesting to me about this matchup is we saw a pretty similar matchup already. FAU played Tennessee, who's you know a very sound defensive team. Um, and that game was pretty low scoring. So I, I like the under here. I like it particularly in the first half, though. I think I worry personally about you know the, the full game number is 131. I think some late free throws, you're kind of pushing it. I still like that under. But I, what I like more is the first half under of 60 and a half. Um, when FAU played Tennessee, like I was talking about, that first half totaled 49 points. Um, so I think you're getting a little bit of breathing room here. Um, I expect both of these teams, neither team has been here before. Obviously, this is a new spot being in the Final Four, one, and two, like in a new venue. They're playing in, in Houston in a football stadium, and they're trying to shoot threes and um, FAU relies on threes a lot. They shoot a lot of threes. And San Diego State shoots a lot of... I've been watching a lot of the San Diego State games we were just talking about. 
um, they shoot a lot of mid-range jumpers. So I just don't see both of those shots for either team falling early. Um, so I think this game gets out to a little slow start. San Diego State likes to slow the pace down. Um, I think they do that. They've done it all tournament. Um, and I like this first half under. I don't I don't think any team scores much more than 30. Um, so maybe if they both get to 30, this under still cashes. Yeah, Chuck, I, I like that a lot. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up some numbers from that Tennessee game. Um, FAU only put up 22 points in that first yeah. half against Tennessee. And they also only gave up 27. If we remember from um, some of the Ken Palm efficiency, FAU is a very good defensive team, efficiency-wise and offensive as well. They're very well balanced. Um, but San Diego State, as we've seen, slows the pace of play down there. Very good defending the three-point line. And that was a good thing you mentioned about playing in a football stadium. That's a huge difference in depth perception. Yeah. We've got a lot of room behind there. So I'd be interesting to see. I'd be shocked if they come out of the gate hitting everything. I think it's going to be more of a second-half um, explosion, if any. I, but I'm not even high on the second-half explosion. That's why I'm taking the total game under here. Um, as we mentioned, or we talked a little bit before, um, I think you could get burned. The only, the only real way I see you get burned here is free throws at the end. Um, because sometimes, um, even when you clearly are going to lose the game, they'll foul anyway to just extend it, just because you know they they're holding on to a chance that they'll they'll win. I see that in a lot of big games as well, specifically Final Fours and national championships. Um, even down by eight, teams will foul just to almost like stay on the court longer. Um, but I still like this under because I think it's going to be a very slow first half, and both teams are middle of the road in free throws as well. Um, they're between 130th and 160th in the nation. So they're not great at the line, just above 70%. Um, so I really like the the entire under the game. But the other bet I'm going to take here is I'm going to take FAU money line here to win the game. Let's go. Go Owls, baby. And I'm sorry to North Texas, but, but I forgot to include them. They are also in the Conference USA. So <laughs> both teams in the NIT, if – Assuming UAB holds holds on, they could the number one, two, and three teams in the Conference USA. Two of them will each, uh, could be playing each other in the NIT Championship, and one could be in the March Madness Championship. Yeah, which is absurd. Is this the best basketball conference? Maybe I have no idea. Might be but than it just seems like FAU's kind of got a little bit of magic, and it's in my mind. I see late shots as the magic. I don't see great defense. It's always it's always late shots. And if, if who's going to make a shot at the end of the game and to win, San Diego State or FAU? Yeah. I'm going to take FAU to make that shot. Yeah, that's. I think point. this is a tight, low scoring game. But the end of the day, give me the Owls, a nine seed going to the chip. Yeah, that, that's where I lean as well. Um, to be fair, I've kind of been against San Diego State for this whole whole run they've been on, um, and on FAU for for what it what it counts for um but i think you i think you bring up a good point right i, I the reason i'm, I'm kind of off of san diego state is i just don't think they can score in the moment and and you saw it in that creighton game they were kind of almost lucky to win that one um creighton kind of fell apart in the last eight minutes of that game they went scoreless really for for a long stretch in the second half um i think they you know kind of had it under control for for a while there so you know, should San Diego State be in the spot? You know, I, they deserve it, sure, but they've been playing some good basketball. But offensively, I just don't know if I trust them in a big spot. FAU, you know, we've seen it time and time again. They, you know, they can get hot from three. They can make the shot when it counts. Um, I think I said it all the way back to when I picked them against Tennessee that, 
it just seemed like all the bounces were going their way in every game that I watched them play. It's just they're they're team fate, man. The Owls. Yeah, I mean, I it's it's a little bit of magic, but it, it's one of those years too. So I mean, I'm very excited for that game. But Chuck, I'm also excited for this next game between UConn and Miami. Both teams have really kind of steamrolled opponents. Except, I mean, Miami had a great comeback against Texas. Um, but I mean, this this is a game that I, I see going the complete opposite as the first game. Yeah. The over under set at one forty nine and a half, and I know we talked about you know new building, um, at, you know NFL stadium tough to shoot, but I actually think this game goes over. And UConn and Miami have not been able to be stopped offensively. Yeah. I mean, UConn played Arkansas, who's fifteenth in defensive efficiency, and put up eighty eight. They put up 82 against Gonzaga. They put up 70 against a very good St. Mary's defense and then 87 against Iona. Miami's defense is still garbage. Like, they can't stop anybody. And UConn offensively has been rolling. Now, Miami's offense has been rolling. I mean, they put up mid-80s against Houston, who has the second-best defensive efficiency, and then they came back and put up 88 against Texas. Like, sometimes I just think, no matter what the building is, when you've got it rolling, you've got it rolling. So I expect both these teams to kind of just light it up, especially in the second half down the stretch. So I'm going to take the over in the 149 and a half in this game. Yeah, yeah, that's where where I was leaning as well. So I think we're kind of locked in on the same page this week um, for these final four games. Um, like you said, it just seems like Miami, every time we, we think they're going to struggle, they just kind of maybe do for a little bit and then start to just turn it on out of nowhere. They can they can go on runs for sure. They get hot. Um, they're really streaky. Um and they got experienced guards, um, Isaiah Wong, obviously. They've kind of not been here before, but they've, you know, they went on a similar run last year as a 10 seed, right? So, um, you know, I, I like them to come out focused. They're a well-coached team. And then, obviously, UConn's just been rolling through teams so far, um, including Gonzaga. That was that was tough. Um, so I guess tough the watch, only tough real, watch. I guess the only real scare is if this goes similar to the Gonzaga game. Um, but it just seems like Miami has more trustworthy guards um, that'll that'll get a big shot and hit a big three if if need be um, to kind of turn what may be an ice cold streak into into a hot streak. Um, and we've kind of harped on from the start when I picked Drake um, in the, in the first round against Miami that Miami's defense is just terrible. So it's it's hard to imagine UConn not dropping eighty, and then you know as long as Miami can get to seventy, this goes over. So. You know, I, I like that. I like those odds. Yeah, the other thing I'm going to point out here is Miami's been closing offensively fantastic. The last three games against Indiana, um, Houston, and Texas, I mean, three very good defensive teams, they've put up over 45 points in the second half mm. with putting up 51 against Texas in that second half. And they only shot 25% from three, but shot 60% from the field wow. against Texas. So, I mean, they're finding ways to score. They're moving the ball. Their pace of play is also extreme. I watched that second half of the Texas game. They were running down the court, getting a lot of possessions, a lot of second shots. Um, so I think they're going to keep that kind of high energy, high pace of play going. Because, um, I mean, it's working. They're rolling. They play at the 90th pace of play, but they've been playing a lot faster as of recently. Um, and I really expect a lot of possessions, a lot of good shooting, two very good offensive teams, and one defense that's, that's really kind of still struggling. Yeah, and you know, like you you talked about the Arkansas and the Iona game, that those both went over this number, right? So those both those both hit one fifty or more, um, and the only reason Gonzaga didn't was because 
you know, Drew Timmy got in foul trouble and, and couldn't score, and Gonzaga doesn't really have many playmakers other than Timmy. And then, obviously, same areas didn't go over because that's a, that's a slow-paced defensive team. Miami is very much not that. Yeah. So, re- recapping the bets here, Chuck, you really liked the first half under in the SDSU-FAU game. We loved the total under that game. We're also taking FAU money line. And then the UConn-Miami game, I'm not touching the spread on this one because I feel like it could go either way. I feel like UConn could win by 20. I feel like Miami could also win. So that's why I'm just taking the over and leaving that one alone. But, Chuck, as, as we come down to the Final Four, if you had to pick a championship and a winner, who do you have right now? Yeah, I mean, gosh, it's it's hard to go against UConn with how they're rolling right now. I, I saw they were like minus 125 or something like that to win um, the whole thing. It might have gone gotten even worse odds, honestly, now. But um, it's hard to go against them. I think I like them to get by Miami, even though you're right. That could be that could be a tough one. That could go either way. Um, I'm on you with FAU, so I'm taking them on the other side. And then, gosh, I really want to take the Owls, man. Um, I think UConn gets it done, but if UConn, UConn FAU, give me FAU plus whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's this is one of those things where I think you're kind of bait. And this is my opinion. Whole tournament, you've been kind of baited into betting the the good team, but they keep losing. So UConn's the clear favorite here. Is their minus uh, you know minus one twenty as we mentioned? If I had to pick. A natty right now. Also, quick update, UAB is only up by three against Utah Valley with 10 minutes left. Um, if I had to pick a natty right now, I think I'm taking both dogs. I think I'm taking FAU and Miami, a battle in Florida. And I know it's a hot take, but give me FAU to bring Conference USA a, a national title here. I That'd don't know what sick. it is. This could be the stupidest call of all time, but I, you're getting great value on them from FanDuel. Yeah. Because they've got they're gonna be dogs in both games, so you're getting over you're getting plus three hundred the last time I checked. I think I think there's some serious value there because they they may be the hottest I mean, again, I don't know who's the hottest, but I think if I had to rank him, I think it's Miami and FAU are the two hottest teams. Right. Purely because, you know, they've been dogs and they've been winning. I mean, so has San Diego State a little bit, but I mean Florida Atlantic's been a dog since day one, with the exception of Fairleigh Dickinson. And I mean Miami, a lot of people had them lose in the first round. So, I like those two to keep the keep kind of the upsets going and, and give me FAU winning the chip. I love that. Go Owls, baby. Go Owls. So, but, I mean, that's that's all I got for you today, Chuck. And this is, this is the last March Madness podcast of the year. Um, we're going to do a – we talked about doing a draft podcast for uh, the NFL coming up here soon. But then we'll probably take a little a little break as we prepare for the football and – college football and NFL season. I got to move. I got to move to Houston. I'm just, I'm kind of moving a month late. Too bad. I can't be there for, yeah. for this final four. Watch FAU win, win the whole thing in person. I know. Might, might have to buy an Owls jersey if they do. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in. Um, enjoy the final four. Let's go Owls for sure. We're riding them. Um, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time.